Boom. It's time. Hey everyone, thank you guys so much for joining with us today. We are so glad that you're here as we I was gonna give you a line. As huh? we what? I was gonna I was gonna actually say what you what No, you that's what say. I get to say. I know, I know. Hey, today we're talking about not giving up in uh as we're ending our, our series on Mary for Light. For light? For Mary for Life, part five. So today we'll be talking about uh not giving up. Um, on our marriages. So if you're married today, this may be a good one to listen to. If you're thinking about getting married, this would be a good one to listen to. Matter of fact, if you're thinking about getting married, I would be listening to this entire series yeah. and in, in, getting it engrafted into my mind. Yes. It'd be great for you. So, uh, but, but before we do, give that like button a click, hit the notification bell, and share this video on your social media. That would be Awesome. Awesome. So awesome. So. We want to give you the opportunity to financially support Hope City Church and our mission to spread the good news of Jesus Christ across social media. media. Cool. Um, it's a great way that we can partner and see what God is going to do and use each one of us to be able to do that. If you want to open up your Bibles, your Bible app to John, yes. which is the New Testament of the Bible, chapter 6, verses 11 Amen. through 12. Get it, girl. It says, Jesus took the barley loaves and the fish and gave thanks to God. He then gave it to the disciples to distribute to the people. Miraculously, the food multiplied with everyone eating as much as they wanted. Okay. Verse 12, when everyone was satisfied, I want to read that again. When, when everyone, everyone was satisfied, was satisfied Jesus told his disciples, now go back and gather up the pieces left over so that nothing will be wasted. Can I tell you, there's something that happens when we begin to give and when it becomes part of our life that we actually begin to receive more than what, what actually was uh, given. We have more that we can take from. And I love this passage of scripture. It is so good. It talks about the principles of giving. You know, when we give, God multiplies it and does something amazing in our life, yes. in the lives of the people in which we give to an uh, honoring God. Uh, if you want to partner with us today in giving here, you can click the link in yes. the uh, comments. Also, in the description, you can click the link and join with us today in giving here at Hope City Church. That's hopecitychurch.us backslash donations, and you can start giving today. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, start us off this morning with prayer as we, as I'm spitting all over my husband, I apologize. God is good. God is good. <laughs> That's called the anointing. God, we thank you so much. God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. God, we want to be difference makers. God, not just going through the motions of life, God, and, and, and continuing to ask ourselves, God, what is it that we are here for? God, but yes. you have called us to be difference makers. God, in our circles of influence, where you've placed us, in the cities that we live in, in the places that we work, in the places that we go on our day-to-day -day lives. We are to be influencers, God, in those areas. God, give us ears to hear what you're saying. God, hearts to receive. God, and give us hands of actions. God, we thank you so much for thank what you're you. doing in and through our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Not giving up. Not giving up, especially in our yeah. marriage. That is what we're going to be talking about today, teaching on today, preaching about, speaking those things there, not as if they are. Anyways, not giving up your marriage. We do want to make a quick announcement starting next Sunday. Yes. Next Sunday, Hope City Church Live will be broadcasting. We'll make a switch, uh, a little change. We're going to be at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 noon Central Standard Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to back this thing up yes. 25 minutes and so we can get on a little, little bit earlier and uh, 
that means you can get on to your if you want to watch live get yes. on to your day if you're not ever watching live you don't well. even care <laughs> you watch it when you watch it so which is great which wonderful about social media um or just yeah what we're doing in the digital space yeah. uh, so, so today again we're going to talk about conclude our series on marriage for life and we want to talk about again giving up not giving up never giving up in your marriage not giving up in your marriage not giving up just so we're clear we'll put a little uh, a little clause yeah, a good, a little A little something, something. We're not talking, we're talking about not giving up in our marriage or in really any relationship, but we're focusing on marriages right now, not giving up. Um, we're not talking about staying in, a, in an abusive relationship no, no, we're not. or an abusive marriage, whether that be physically, um, verbally, emotionally, where you're, you're just basically a, a whipping post for this out of control spouse. Right. And so we're not talking about that. We're not talking about, hey, you stay in there. Who cares if she's beating the crap out of you? Stay in that, right? Um, that's not what we're talking about. Um, in those cases where you find yourself in a relate in a marriage, yeah. where it's physically, emotionally, or uh, 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 verbally abusive, yeah, uh, we we would uh, we would like to, I guess, we believe and recommend it's healthy. To separate, to separate and seek to get counseling, yeah. to make sure you're in a safe place and uh, then work on your marriage right? And with the hope of healthy reconciliation. So before Pastor Angie kicks us off, I want us to be very clear. We're talking about not giving up in marriage. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean, doesn't mean we're talking about, hey, you stay in an abusive, physical, physically, emotionally, um, or verbally abusive right. marriage just because you're, you're married that's yeah don't do that okay but what we do say is don't don't say hey we're getting divorced you know all, all that that it may lead to that hopefully it doesn't but we do want to recommend that you would uh separate yeah get counseling yeah with the hopes of reconciliating having reconciliation um in, in, in your marriage um it's not god's will or his best for you to be in a physical abusive relationship physically emotionally or Verbally, Pastor Andy. <laughs> no, that's good, and and I'm glad that we put that clause in there because I think sometimes you know we, we we think that no no matter what happens in a relationship in a marriage that you have to stick through it no matter what even if it's going to hurt you physically hurt you and your family and that's not what we're talking about but we are talking about you know what we're not using in in general in 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 every marriage. We're saying, you know what, we're not going to give up. And that's a decision that we're going to make yeah. and we're going to push through. And I want to start by opening up with uh, Matthew in the New Testament of the Bible, chapter 19, verses 3 through 6. I want to read this. The Pharisees were intent on putting Jesus to the test with difficult questions. I love I love this, which is I'm super excited because next week we're going to talk about questions. Yeah. We're starting a new series. Called Why. Which this is perfect. You know, if you... And I'm going to segue for just a second. If you're if you're in a place where you want to ask questions, I want you to join us starting next week. Just about you know God, life, all that kind of stuff, because it's great to be able to ask questions. That uh, was a segue. Has nothing to do with this passage of scripture, but I just had that thought. Um, Matthew 19, three through six, it says this: The Pharisees were intent on putting Jesus to the test with difficult questions, so they approached him and asked, "Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason?" Haven't you read the scriptures about creation? Jesus replied, the creator made us male and female from the very beginning. And for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and live with his wife. And the two will become one flesh. 
From then on, there are no longer two, but united as one. So what God unites, let no one divide. If we actually get a picture of becoming one, now, obviously, we're not fused together. Right. But can I tell you, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, we become more together. Yes. And when, yes. when yes. we talk about, when we begin to divorce, it is a ripping apart of something that is being infused together, maybe not physically, but actually uh, spiritually and in our soul, our mind, our will and emotions that begins to happen. Now, historically, uh, I believe the church as a whole has done a disservice um, or a dishonor to people that have gotten divorced. Can I tell you the church is about healing and bringing hope to every to every person? And you know what? We make mistakes. And you know, maybe that you've been divorced in the past. And but if God can forgive you, so can we as individual people in the church and bring that hope and healing. We do not advocate for divorce. Can I tell you one of the number one things that we don't do is, you know what? Well, it's not working out. You guys are going your separate ways. You know, maybe you have different dreams and desires than you did when you got married. So it's okay to go ahead and get a divorce. That's not what we're saying. We don't advocate for divorce. Um, and we will help as much as we can. And we started a ministry called Married for Life that we are, you know, walking through and you guys can join us with that. Um, and we will help this not to happen as much as we can for couples at the same time. But what God has forgiven, who are we not to forgive those that have, that have repented and followed Jesus? We believe that the Holy Spirit wants to bring healing and wholeness to you and to I and to us in every area of our life, including those that have gone through divorce and in our relationships. Because I tell you, our relationships, we are all going to struggle at some time or uh, one time or another. Right. But we can allow him to work in and through us in our life. And together we uh, in Christian community, we can help one another. We're talking about not giving up. Yes. Not to, we're talking about not giving up. And um, we, we just a reminder, kind of a statement that has yes. come out of this whole five-week series has been not not one of us who are married. Yeah. When we went to the altar and stood in front of a pastor, um, if that's how you did it or however you did it, you stood before that person that's marrying you. No one was thinking that that was going to end up in an attorney's office yeah. someday. You know, you, you didn't make that plan. No okay. one, no one was three planning, and a half yeah, years yeah, no one from was today. That stuff, yeah. You know, so it takes work to stay married. It takes work to be in good, good relationships. So if you're a married couple or an engaged couple, we want you to uh, listen real close to this next part because it's very, very important. How do we end up not being torn apart? That's good. That's what we're going to talk about today. How do we end up? And it's all really, um, uh, this is how we wrote it. You, you must sow the right seeds to get the right harvest. Yeah. I would say this, you maybe out of this, you have to be intentional yeah. in your relationship with your spouse. You must be intentional with your relationship with your spouse. And one of that point of intentionality would be having a purposeful idea, thought, plan, not to give up. No, it's true. Not to give up. Yeah. Um, but you also have to learn how to sow the right seeds. Galatians chapter six, verse seven and nine says this. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The uh, one who sows to please his sinful nature from, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows uh, to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary yeah. in doing good. You can circle that, underline that, highlight that, mark that. Put it on your refrigerator if you do such a thing. Um, do not become weary 
in doing good. Yeah. One of the biggest battles I would say in marriage or any relationship is getting weary yeah. when it's not going good. Yeah. Right. Um, for at the, at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if we do not give up. If you have an idea of staying married as long as we have, 30, almost 32 years, yeah. almost 35 years together, um, don't know how 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 it happened. No, we do know how it happened. That's what we're talking about. Not perfect. We have done a lot of probably dumb things, but we've also done a lot of things that have worked out for the benefit. Um, one of the biggest things is sowing seeds, yeah. continuing to sow seeds, you can find in Galatians chapter five, those are very good fruit of the spirit, right? Yeah. But sowing seeds during yeah. difficult times, I guess we can say this, Pastor Angie, you're going to talk about, am I planting the right seeds? Yeah, no, which, which I think is good. And the, the, the funny thing is, is I had a picture when you said, you know, we don't go to the altar and we don't think about divorce. But, you know, the funny thing is, is the church is taught for years. We're running and all of a sudden we see that person. Yeah. We look to the left. And then you're moving in the same direction. Can I tell you, I think a lot of times we think that, okay, we're not running in the same direction anymore where we once, you know, collided and now we, yeah, yeah. you know, we've met each other. We're actually going in different, different directions. Um, and sometimes the business of life happens and we think, okay, well, that must be time for us to call it quits. Yeah, that's great. That's and, point. you know, sometimes how we start things is also how we end relationships because that's the, the seeds that we've yeah, sown. Yeah. You know, uh, am I planting the right seeds to get the right harvest? This is a key truth for healthy marriages and a healthy life. Number one, you reap what you sow. I love this. And, we're, you know, we're going to talk about physical. Okay, if I sow an apple seed, I'm going to get an apple. Sometimes I think when we sow an apple seed, we're hoping that there's going to be a whole orchard. I'm going to get apples and oranges and bananas. And I'm going to get all of these kind of things. No, you know. just sow. Only apples. So you're gonna get get apples. apples. You know, it is not just physical things that we sow, but we sow thoughts. We sow in in our marriage. If we're continuously sowing, well, he doesn't love me, or he this or she that, and all these kind of things that are negative, that are tearing apart and ripping things down, you're going to reap those things in your thought life. Do you lay in bed at night, you know, wondering things? Are you afraid about this relationship? You know, if we sow words, what words are you sowing in your relationship? Whether he's listening or she's listening or not, or you're saying it to their face. What words? One of the greatest lies we, we I think we somehow it's a we, the cute little nursery rhyme. I don't know why this became a nursery rhyme. Yeah. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Yeah. No, sticks and stones will break your bones and names will destroy your life. Yeah. Words will destroy your life. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words sown in anger and frustration yes. are like seeds that get planted deep within the soul and it begins to grow and it begins to fester. And Pastor Angie's saying exactly when does it normally happen? At night when you're trying to go to sleep, you're resting, and you're trying to calm down and the enemy of your soul, Satan, Lucifer, the devil, begins to let, yes. he begins to water those seeds, those words of hatred and anger and frustration. And that whole saying, sticks and stones will break my bones but names will never hurt me is a false words are powerful words are life shaping words will begin to direct your life words will begin to create life words your words spoken in truth and faith begin to have this creative power and if you let words yes false words i hate you yeah this is never we're never gonna work out 
those seeds of words begin to be planted in the soul. And this is what yeah. she's talking about. Words are more powerful. Words is what separate, created the world. It says in the beginning, God yeah. created, he spoke the world into existence. Words are very powerful. No, and I think, I, I think it's so good. So what you reap in our thoughts, in your thoughts, what you reap, you're going to sow. What you reap with your words, you are going to sow. And what you reap with your actions, you are going to sow. You know, sometimes we want to make this a deep theological thing. And on the other side, some people's like, ooh, ooky, spooky words. You speak it, you name it, and you claim it, and you do all these kind of things. But can I tell you that there are things that are created, maybe not out here, but in, in, in here in your mind and in here in your heart that are created when we begin to speak things, when we begin to say things, when you mumble things underneath your breath, when you rehearse things in your mind like mantras that become something that affect your very spirit and your soul, your mind, yeah. your will, and your emotions. And one of the greatest things that will tear apart our relationships is actually our words and our thoughts that end up becoming actions because it becomes something that we believe on the inside of us. You know, and we can turn that around. Yeah, and we, we remind we, we remind each other, you know what? You don't, you don't talk like that. That's not who we are. We are faith people. We are people that believe what God says. And we're not going to talk like that about us, about us, or about anyone else. Yeah. We are going to, you know, speak those things that are not as if they already are and believe that God is working in the lives of those that we love and those that we are praying for in our life. If someone smiles at you, what are they likely to do back? If someone smiles at me, I feel like, oh my gosh, I need to smile. If someone, you know, waves at you, I feel like, you know what? I need to wave. If my husband wakes up and he's happy and he's brought me coffee or he's made coffee, like, babe, I made coffee. All of a sudden there's something on the inside. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, he loves me. And there's, there is seeds that have been sown and I'm going to reap. He is going to reap those very small seeds that he's sowing even in the day. In marriage, if someone shows grace and compassion and thoughtfulness, what are you likely to show back to them? Grace and compassion. A lot of times what someone shows to us, we will mirror back to them the same things in which are sown. If someone is always complaining and comparing and is always critical and over and over and over what's going to happen and continually on and on and on, you're likely to come back with defensiveness, anger, and self-justification and things are not going to end up being good in your relationship if that's what begins to happen. You know, you didn't get married three years ago, seven year, years ago, 12 a year years ago, ago yeah. a year ago, eight months ago. You didn't get married with the plan of giving up. No. Let me say it again. You didn't get married. It wasn't a plan. You said, Jared, you've said this a hundred times. Good. I want to say it a hundred times more. You didn't walk the altar. The aisle to the altar instead before the pastor with already, you know, seven year plan that if this doesn't work out, we'll just separate yeah. and get divorced. No one does that. No one even thinks that way. You don't even never even had that thought in your engagement period. No one thought about it. No one said that. You didn't even, it wasn't even in your mind. Oh, at the 3.2 mark, we're going to, you know, eh, we're going to just give it up. Right. You think that way. No, what ended up happening is you sow seeds and sow seeds and sow seeds and you got distant um, um, and you begin to reap where you are sowing. Number yeah. two, we you reap where you sow. Yeah. You reap where you sow. If I plant an apple seed right here 
and then go stand over here and we'll look at the ground waiting for an apple to grow tree to grow you, you don't look at me like you're nuts it's yeah. not gonna grow over there it's like what's wrong with you can we know that if i plant all my energy and all my effort and yeah. all my passion into my hobby is that going to help my marriage be better well well if your marriage is your hobby right but is it going to help my marriage get better? No. I'm going to be better at golfing. I'm going to be better at jiu-jitsu. I'm going to be better at hunting. I'm going to be better at gardening. I'm going to be better at knitting. I'm going to be better at that kind of stuff. But uh, but it's not going to help my marriage. Right. If, if I put all my energy into my kids and we become child-centered parents, yeah. man, my kids will get a lot of benefit. It's not going to help my marriage. Yeah. Yeah, if I put all my energy into my career, man, I might have a great career. It's not going to help my marriage. Yeah. We never have to, we never, we never, if we're not going to give up in marriage, yeah. if our marriages are going to last, if our marriages are going to be this, 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 this man and a woman coming together in unity, in, in unity, in covenant with God, yeah. and they come together with not being, not let no man separate. Jesus' words. You a man, you a woman. Jesus even told you not to rip yourself apart. Yeah. If we're going to do that, we have to always remember God is number one. Yeah. God is number one. Your spouse is number two. Oh, sorry. What are you, what are you doing there? I, I don't know. It just went, it went blank for a second. What are you doing blank? Hey. <laughs> Bam. It'll be back. That's great. But we're, we're still here. Hey, here we go. That's the way it is. Technology is wonderful. God is number one. Your spouse is number two. We have to guard yes. that priority. Yeah. My friends with children, your children are not number two. No. They might not even be number three. I don't know. Maybe they are. But your children are not number two. Yeah. Your kids are going to grow up. You're going to do the best you can. You're going to raise them the best they can. And they're hopefully going to leave your house. By God's grace, they'll get good Whatever they're going to do, jobs, career, whatever they're going to do. But someday you're not going to be wanting your 32 year old son living in the basement right. on Twitter playing Call of Duty. Okay. It's not, <laughs> it's not, you don't want that. Unless they're developing Twitter and building Call of Duty, that's different, right? Then you're probably having a great life. That the goal is your kids, children will move out. So if you put all your energy yeah. and all your effort into raising those kids and you forget to sow seeds into your spouse, when that child walks out the door for the last time and goes off to college, goes off to the military, goes off to their career, goes off to trade school, or just goes, right? Yeah. You're going. You're, you're, you have already sown, been sowing seeds of separation, yeah. and you didn't even know it. We have been. What we've been doing over the last five weeks is investing in the marriages that exist and then trying to help those who are not yet married prepare today. That could be a what will be a blessing in their life in the future. Yeah. Our marriage, write it down, highlight it. Our marriage is as good as we decide for it to be. No, I think I think that's so good. And before we close, I want to add one more thought uh, to consider about not giving up and never giving up. <clears throat> I know all day long, some of you are saying, well, I'm trying and he's not or she's not. And I acknowledge it takes two to make a relationship work. And some of you are right now, you need to let God speak to you that you are, that you two are one. You know, maybe you still feel like you're having your individual life that you mm -hmm. come together and you're almost like roommates with benefits. 
but you actually are one. You are one unit, one couple, and you are going in one direction as God has placed you together. We should stop focusing on what they are not doing and stop blaming them because we can't change someone else. Mm -hmm. We can only work on and change who we are. You know, um, and when we allow God to change us, when we allow God to work in us and we apply this to our own life, then watch and see what God will begin to do in you and in your relationship with your spouse. You know, I want to sow seeds and I want to sow words and I want to sow thoughts and I want to sow actions that are going to let him know that I love him and I care about him and for who he is, not who I think he should be or what I want him to be and vice versa. You know, and it's important that we think about this and we, and this is something that we do and it's something that we never give up on. Okay. They're going to have a bad day. We're going to have a bad day. They're working through things. We're working through things. But if I choose that I am not giving up on my marriage, I am not giving up on my spouse, and I am going to sow seeds that I want to see planted in his life and in our marriage so they can become fruitful in our life, then this is something that I have to stop doing, stop blaming, and stop trying to focus on what they are and are not doing the way that I think it needs to be done. One of the greatest ways to, to live this Christian life yeah. is a community with other believers. Yeah. Um, one of the beautiful benefits here at Hope City Church um, is we're a digital church online, and we have we have connections with people all over the world. It's yeah. very exciting to see what God is doing in this space. I met with somebody this week. Had, had, we had just had a chat, and the, and the person I was talking to about how we do the church, and he looked at me and goes, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Christian guy. Goes to a church because I've never heard of anything like this. You do what now? <laughs> um, I'm like, yeah. He goes, that's amazing. I, I bet you have a lot of people uh, uh, engaging. I said, well, we have a lot of people watching. We want you to take the next step into community. Yeah, watching is one thing. Getting into community is another. So in the in the in the link, there are two links I want I want to focus on this morning. Number one, our our community group here on Facebook is almost 500 people. Uh, we're we're going to be doing more and more in there as the year as we figure it out on our own as yeah. the year begins to progress. We're going to be doing live Facebooks, uh, live meetups, and we want to challenge you to step out, step out of the shadows and yes. and greet people, talk, use that that community in there for prayer, especially for prayer. If you need prayer for something, yeah. use that. The links in the in the chat box. Also, Alpha, Alpha is our way of growing together and reaching people yeah. with the gospel and and answering questions and learning and growing. So uh, we'd love for you to join Alpha. We'd love for you to join uh, us in, the, in in our Facebook community yes. next week. 12 o'clock Central Standard Time will be will be our new series called Why. Yeah. That's all uh, that's all we're share about is we're just going to call it Why. And I believe it's going to be really great. Yeah. 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 noon Central Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you there and wherever you live at. Our friend Francis is in Uganda. I'm not sure what time he's in Uganda. It's late. <laughs> it's later in the day. So God bless you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.